Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. <laughs> Welcome to the next reel. It's the film board, and it's uh, one of our uh, uh, you know special edition uh, things. And we're going to talk about we we have a history, I think, of talking about movies that are uh, brand new and terrible. And uh, so tonight we're going to be talking about the Wolverine. The jury's out. We're going to see if it is also terrible. And uh, we got a full house tonight. We've got um, on my right. 
Uh, uh, Tommy Handsome, Tom Metz, welcome. Hello, thank you so much. I'm sorry that I've been so absent lately, but I just really got into Pinterest. Uh, but I'm back now. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, and uh, to uh, Tommy's left is uh, Chad Stoops. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Excellent. It's me, myself, and I saying hello to all of you. Welcome. And immediately under Chad is Andy Nelson. Howdy ho! <laughs> didn't didn't see that didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, sir. And uh, hanging precariously from Andy is Steve Sarmento. It's dangerous here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 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 bouncing on clouds, uh, lilting through the sky, the uh, illustrious, inimitable Mike Evans. Why can't I be the center square? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're bouncing on clouds. Because that's taken, that's taken up by Chaco. <laughs> Chaco. <laughs> Uh, uh, gentlemen, I am so uh, you uh, this this full house bit. It, uh, it really excites me. I'm so glad everybody is here. And and for what a film to have everybody be able to chime in on this film. And I would like to open with a question. Uh, I, I think for me, this is the most important question that I have for each of you. I'm shooting for the uh, the half life of the plot of this film. What do I mean by that? I mean, I saw the movie at 10 a.m. on Friday morning. And by Saturday about 4 o'clock, I have no idea what the movie was about anymore. Yes, Peter! Can we touch fingers? Oh, yes, I, it's electric. That was a high-five finger. So uh, where, where, do we stand on, where do we stand on the half-life of the plot? Dude. Does anybody still remember what the movie was about now that they've seen it? I do. It's about Hugh Jackson being in the rain. Because he's in the rain about seven times <laughs> with his man boobies, and that's what it's about. He's going to come to your house. With his, I know. <laughs> what do we think? Uh, come, what do we think of this film? Well, I, I'll, I'll agree with you. I think the half life is somewhere around twenty four hours because I saw this film Saturday morning, and then uh, went to go see it again this afternoon. Someone that hadn't seen it really wanted to see it. I thought, well, here's an opportunity to see it again prior to our discussion. And, yeah, things had f fallen apart. It was you know, a, yeah. Upon, a, upon <laughs> a second viewing, it's just like, wow, this is, you know, a 300-mile-an-hour train wreck, literally. Well, it, luckily, at least that second time, mm -hmm. I imagine there were some things that were uh, a surprise once again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, there were some surprises. <laughs> Oh, look, they did that. Didn't see that coming. Uh, what else? Who else? Andy, what did you think of it? Y yeah, it is it is one of those films that the plot kind of goes by, and, and it makes sense at the time, and then later you're like, okay, I, I know that he was doing these things for some reason, but I, you know, I, I think it boils down to less it just doesn't make sense or something like that, as it's more a plot that is just forgettable. It's just, it's not very interesting. And these things happen. You don't really see any logic behind it. And then you get to the end and you're like, yeah, okay. That's yeah. about where I stand. Here's, here's, a, here's how you know, Pete, that, that, that this, that a movie like this, where you got a bunch of teenagers watching this movie sitting around you and they find better things to do 
three or four times throughout the movie <laughs> because they leave for 15 minutes and come back like we're in someone's living room. <laughs> that to me was like a huge, we ha- I had somebody next to me that was almost like, I mean, he was like Rain Man, like just was rocking back and forth. And I was like, I was with him at one time. I was like going, geez, there's just so much dialogue and there's, he's just ta- Wolverine's talking. Why is he talking still? He should be fighting someone. That's how I felt to fight someone. Kill the lady next to you. I don't know. Just fight someone. That's why I, I felt like there was a lot of exposition about little like dialogue-y stuff that really didn't involve, like you said, a plot that you could remember. And just a lot of like just little bitty moments in Japan. Or, or, there were there were a lot of Japanese moments. That's, a lot of Japanese. That's the truth. Tom, Tommy, where do you stand? He's not even here anymore. It's that new computer. It's really doing him good movie uh-huh well, i mean I'll, I'll say something yes first. well so you were I, you were next anyway so why why thank you uh, i'm up on my cloud so i mean one thing i i thought was interesting was that you know i was really i really sort of enjoyed all the japanesey parts of it and then then the when you know logan was um his dialogue moments or whatever it's like he was very contrasted right it's like yes he's obviously not of this of the Japanese culture and everything, but it was very like there's a lot of interesting things going on with all the politics and everything, and I found myself interested in that and not not as interested in what was going on with Wolverine, right? I was trying to figure out what the all the little subplots that were going on there, and then one thing I thought that I think it kind of fell down a little bit on was okay, so they drag him out here and they offer him you know the the tortured soul. Um, release and all that type of stuff, but they hadn't really built it up to, as to that. I mean, you know, and his reaction was, uh, "Yeah, thanks, so I'm gone." But you know, they could have built it up a little bit more so that we would have understood why this guy thought he was a. You know, it's it's almost like they penciled it in. Yeah, he's been around for a while. To, you know, been doing stuff. I'm sure he wants to die, so we'll offer it to him. <laughs> you know, so it's it, well, you know, it, it, it's, we weren't really convinced that 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 he was a. Uh, even it wouldn't even be interested in that sort of thing. And they're really relying on people having seen, you know, the the X Men trilogy and uh, the previous film. I think a lot to to develop that tortured soul. But you're right. I mean, they could have had a little bit more in there to just kind of give us a better sense of that. Well, you know what's funny? I mean, that was the thing that I. Uh, I actually wasn't bugged by because, you know, remember that Andy and I had this conversation months ago when the trailer first hit. It was one of our trailer picks. And I was frustrated then because they were making the case in the trailer that this was going to be a, oh, my God, I'm a superhero. But having powers is so hard, you know, and, and that I think is dumb. That is the dumbest angle ever possible ever and it's like the low-hanging emotional baggage fruit in superhero storylines you are a mutant with awesome in your bones quit your bitching you know what i mean you i need a story like so that's that was the part that i did not actually find uh annoying i was really relieved that that it was it it was uh that he you know, he was surprised that he was trucked all the way to Japan, that the old man wasn't uh, wasn't actually out to do him a favor that he was really looking for, and that he, he you know, rebuked the favor, uh, and that it ended up being a, you know, more of a story about, you know, right. stealing powers. I thought that was, that was um, you know, I thought that was more interesting. 
it was from then on I think things just were daft, like they just fell apart. I, I you know, I, I think yeah, uh, it got awfully clunky because, in, in my opinion, it was more about, like I said, I was more interested in what, you know, who the characters were and the political and all the stuff going on. And I think the problem is it became less about the title character, you know, it, it, and he was he's just there. And, and and even the motivation, it's like, how does he become suddenly? I mean, I know he's got the soldier, and they did they they touched on that where you know he protects people. But how, why did he choose to suddenly protect? Of all, I mean, there's like, literally there's like a, half a dozen people he could have like tried to protect, right? And they, but he chose the granddaughter, maybe for obvious reasons, maybe just because it's easier that way. But but it's like, and then he goes through you know suit. Creating sushi out of yakuza and throughout the whole rest of the movie for this one person that <laughs> it's like you know it didn't really establish why he would do that. I why, think why didn't you just she me? They ahead. did establish it. It was, <laughs> it was yeah. the goo goo eyes. Well, oh, did, did they zing? <laughs> the goo goo eyes in the rain. Yeah. Yeah, they had it, the little goo goo eyes in the rain before she uh, tried to commit suicide. Did but, but, Andy? But Andy, did you still... decide to go hang out in like a a racquetball court? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're sitting over there. It's my. Uh, are you only hearing me? The echo. Oh, that's weird. You're also, you're also coming through. It's, I, it's like I'm through. hearing you from through Chad's mic. Yeah. I hear him great. I hear him just fine. <laughs> you guys promise. <laughs> right, I'm gonna let you. This is spot on so far. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna let you. I'm let you figure that out. Tom is back. Tom, come on, chime in. I am back. I apologize. Yeah. Um. It's well. Like nine topics have gone on since I learned how to turn on my computer. I want to talk about um, sushi again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, as far as the shelf life of the plot, yes, I immediately, <laughs> well, I kind of understood it to a certain point. I immediately, whenever there wasn't fighting, and, and I guess I should start with just reminding, listeners probably don't know, you guys know because we've talked about it, this film uh, is not for me. Like, I'm not a superhero guy. I love Batman. Past that, I have very little interest. I hate big boss fights. And I thought that the big boss fight in this film was incredibly laughable. The it thing sucked. that really stuck with me was, and I don't know, I, I was gone for a second, but the thing that I remember about the movie is the bullet train sequence. That which was I pretty good. Was incredible. Which reduced me to like a childlike wonder, and even though it wasn't in 3D, I was ducking like an idiot. Um, <laughs> but uh, apart from that, no, a lot of the my biggest problem with the movie. Well, wait, where are we right now? Are we just giving overall thoughts? Because more of my thoughts are more sort of based in little kind of things. Do your little things. I'm I, go, go for little things. <laughs> my biggest do your little things. That's what you said. My one of my biggest problems with the movie was the female lead. Uh, I found her to be, I don't know if it was her part or not, but I found her to be incredibly unengaging. No chemistry. There was so much chemistry between Wolverine and red-haired Ninja Magoo. Oh, I thought the red-haired Ninja Magoo was the female lead. No, because he ends up, he's saving the the daughter, who ends up being the president of the company. Exactly. Oh, so, yeah. so you're 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 texting her as a female lead because I I think he had more on screen chemistry with the red haired girl. Oh, uh, I he, yeah, but yeah, she but did he have. Did, but he's falling. He's supposed to fall in love. I guess I. Yeah, I that's the goo goo eyes in the rain. 
Right. I define define the female lead being who the a the person that you're trying to save and be the love interest of the hero. And if you and if you follow that line, they made a horrible misstep in not having uh, red haired ninja Magoo be it because she was so much fun. And the other woman was just such a blank for me. So the whole thing was not worth carrying. It was kind of like like I cared about her as much as I care about the princess that like Mario is saving. Like, you just have to keep going forward. Right. Uh, but I felt that that really hurt the overall need for what the film was doing. Well, but Tom, to, to Tom I, totally, I, t- I totally agree with Tom because, you know, as I said, I had a second viewing. And going back to my first viewing, everything with, 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 with Logan and uh, Yukio, the red-haired girl, the, she was such a strong character from, the, from her introduction. And she's this g- key into, into Japan and all of that. And then as soon as that funeral, you know, she's got that awesome fight scene. Then we get on the train and she's gone out of the movie, except for like waking up. Oh, I saw, you know, I had this, this, you know, vision. She's gone for so long. That is when the movie just really dies. It just goes to sleep. Yes. Because I don't care about this other relationship. I thought, wow, I'm going to get this really, wow, I've got this really interesting character that's got this, you know, a little mysterious history to her. And gone and i thought well you know then she comes back and then when she comes back she's such a flat there's there's nothing to her anymore they they used it all up in the beginning and there's nothing left they don't really need her i feel like so they they introduce her for a couple things but she just doesn't have that dynamic anymore that i mean i love the beginning of this film but after that bullet train it just it fell apart i totally agree and And that's they bring her back as the chick to drive the audi right and but and yet just to illustrate uh, your, you know, sh- collective point, to me, when they fly, when when Logan and uh, Ninja Magoo uh, fly off uh, into the, you know, sunset together on the plane together at the very end, there was still such a sense of relief for me that he didn't end up with the daughter. Like, oh, uh, yeah. it, I was, it was like, okay, maybe there's going to be room sort of for did. a continued story. But he sort of yeah. did. No, he left girl, with the girl. Uh, She's, the she's, girl his Ro- she's Robin to his Batman, you know. I mean, yes, I, yeah. But, I really wanted them to, to to end that scene with a callback to you know, or a little homage to say anything with the little like buckle the seatbelts light to come on because it's yeah. they're sitting there in the plate <laughs> waiting for takeoff. <laughs> I was like, well, and, a little yeah. was there was there a little bit like like as they get on the plane uh, where the uh, the Yukio looks back at uh, Mayuki? It was almost like. Uh, well, now is he mine or is he yours? He's leaving with right. me. Yeah. You know, yeah, you got the kiss, but I but he's leaving with me. Yeah. And and it, it almost like that little, you know, almost like a question of who who really he's with as he's leaving, but but you know, I I think you guys are right though cuz she when Mayuki came into the picture, it sucked all of the all of the energy out and she became um Yukio became just became like your Oh, I'm clairvoyant, and you know, like a plot device, just to just to keep him, yeah. you know, give him a little bits of bits of foreshadowing, right? And I, I think it would have been much better if she had been, you know, much more involved in the movie throughout. Yeah, the whole bit with her <clears throat> being clairvoyant uh, when she sees his death and goes back well, to remove the thing from his heart. That right. whole bit I, it was one of the slowest bits for me, and it's well, just it's painful. And they did the little they did the little trope where they he dies, 
but yeah. he doesn't die. You know, his heart stops like there for guys. Well, yeah, well like, and she didn't even get that. She didn't even get that right. So because she said, "I see it." No, no, your heart is in your hands beating. Yeah. And yeah. that really didn't even happen. And then she goes, "Well, well I guess technically I it did." I thought on the second view, and I thought about that, and I think what the way she describes it, we're conjuring. He's got his heart outside of his chest in outside his hand. Of his chest, but, but inside, actually, it's, it's it in his hand is in his chest, and his hand, his heart is in his hand. Now, how she can she... see that? She's got. She's not only clairvoyant. She's yeah. got X-ray vision, so she can I, see through. Well, his chest. Why would Remember, she it, says she says it, she doesn't see it. Like it, it comes in. Right. Like yeah. you know, it wasn't really in his hand. He just picked a tick off his heart. No, really. but his heart was in his hand. Like he yeah. had his hand <laughs> on his heart. But did you see it? I never saw that. I didn't see his heart actually. Well, you only see it through the X-ray, right? Through yeah. that. Right. I saw his fingers. I saw his finger like creeping up toward it, going, "I almost touching my heart." And then they moved the rack. I, I can't started. see. Yeah, yeah, no, that was the funniest part of the movie to me. He goes, <laughs> I can't. Could you move the thing back? Could you please? Could you? I'm doing an operation here on myself. Like that. Just stop fighting <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> yeah. The uh, you know Yukio as a character, I think is is uh, and and we uh, we we jest with her as you know the Irish ninja, ninja McGee. <laughs> Uh, but she is, you know, she's a, a one of those, uh, I think, legendarily kind of strong female characters. She was created by Frank Miller. She's been around for uh, 30 years uh, in the Marvel Universe. Like, she's, she wasn't, you know, obviously was not made up for the film. She was, I, I think, and she never had these powers before now. She was never clairvoyant. She, she has, in fact, no powers. And I think what's so interesting, what I think they lost in this movie, is that in, in her... Um, you know, her background, she is the one who is the masterless samurai. She's the ronin of the the whole thing. She's always been the ronin. And this whole time, like the, the pivot that they did for the movie, which I don't think works, is they ended up making her uh, sort of the samurai for Yoshida. And, uh, you know, in order to further cement this, you know, this uh, sort of uh, worldview of Logan being the Ronin and, and that this is his new sort of identity trait. And, and I don't think that works in, in her respect. I think they lose, you know, the strength of what could have been a really powerful female role. And, and otherwise, you know, as you guys have said, it just kind of falls apart. Can I ask a, can I ask a non-superhero informed question? I didn't realize that she. So that character is a real person from the Marvel universe. Yes. Yeah. Is yeah. In fact, her first appearance was Wolverine number one. Like so, oh, really? In, in 1982. Yeah. Is uh, the big is the boss? I'm sorry, the boss fight. Meaning, I mean, who turns out to be the ultimate villain? Is he a real person? You mean the grandfather? The grandfather, the big steel beast at the end. Is he a real person, or is he just for this movie? I think he's just for the movie. The well, the uh, that's. Oh the, no! The, there's there's there is a, the silver samurai. Yeah, the, the silver samurai is a is is a thing. Um, but uh, but now Mariko, but it's Yoshida unclear if he in. was that. Well, it was it was a different Japanese character. Was my understanding? It wasn't him. It wasn't Yoshida. Um, but Mariko it was the son. Yoshida. Of Yoshida. Yoshida is is a is a real character. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh okay, okay. The, it's it, it was it was uh, the Silver Samurai was originally the as far as I know the original Silver Samurai was the son um, of Yoshida, not 
Yoshida himself. So, so did they mess things up by not casting Hiroyuki Sonata, who was his son? Why wasn't he then the Silver Samurai? Should they have written it better? <laughs> I think oh, wow. nothing to do with the Marvel. <laughs> the Marvel but, thing, they just should have written it better. A better period. Across yeah. the so, board. Well, and the <laughs> Silver like Samurai. Green Goblin's son <laughs> taking over for his father. That kind of a thing. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Exactly. Well, so, so and in this thing, case, you know, so the Silver Samurai has been around for even longer than Yukio. I mean, it, yeah, but, it was from the Daredevil line. But the uh, Silver Samurai is Harada. Right. So uh, the, you know, but, the son but, of so, Yoshida. Yeah. So Tom, Tom, just to just to make you hate this even more. Um, Not Harada. You mean you mean Shin, Shingen, Shingen. No, no. But but Kirichio Harada was the original Silver Samurai. Oh, oh, but, the, but, the, but, the bow and arrow. So, I'm curious. He was the bow and arrow guy. Yeah. He was the bow and arrow guy. But but so uh, Tom. He's the Silver Samurai. What? No, 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 no. Here, Tom, just to make you hate this even more. Uh, one thing to understand is that all the canon for X-Men, and I was talking to chat about this earlier, all the canon stuff is, is normal Marvel Universe, right? All the movies that have been made for the X-Men stuff is what's called Ultimate Ultimate Universe, which is basically, yeah, there's all that stuff, but we have different writers and would like to do different things with these characters, so we're just going to make another universe for it. Oh, like and an alternate universe, I see. It's alternate universe. Some of the names are the same. Some are different. Rules are different. You know, it, They can kind of do what they want. Um, and don't have to answer to you know X Men geeks like me who say, well, forty years ago you wrote one issue that said the guy was like this and like that, and he so he can't be this. And they're like, well, you know, oh, we're just I gonna see. we're just gonna do alternate universe, and and then we're gonna, you know, we can do whatever we want. So it's it's sometimes it's kind of hard to to look at the um, sure the traditional roles of these characters and go, you know, how are they? They're allowed to do what kind of what they want in the movies. I kind of uh, like the freedom of that. That also kind of ma- makes me want to punch a comic book in the face because yeah. <laughs> I like the yeah. idea of canon and stuff. Then yeah. my last question, and then I promise I will uh, not keep making this go down a, a, a rabbit hole. But the um, so so Marvel had their own Poison Ivy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, her name was what Venom Viper Viper Viper. Viper. And it's just, it's pretty much the exact same thing. Only she didn't seem to, she didn't control plants. She just kisses with death. Right. And she's immune to poison. Spits and she's immune to poison. Okay, cool. Sorry. And I just, I, I know I should know more about this stuff, but I don't. Okay, thank and you guys. Got, I don't know anything about her either. And so. she can touch her nose with her tongue. Right. So. Good to All know. That w- if I was an Opera X-Men, nose. that would be my mutant superhero. Look what I can do. <laughs> Power. Yeah, like I could roll my tongue or like... Yeah, yeah, whistle really loud. Like I'd be so loud. <laughs> Blows right. his air back. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so I mean, the the, the big boss fight. Fight. Now, when we mentioned the big boss fight was uh, a little bit depressing for me because so, a they build this huge thing out of adamantium, which you know they've sort of established earlier in the series is und- indestructible once it's solidified. Right. You know, you keep it molten, and it's whatever. But once it solidifies, now it's indestructible right apparently unless you have a sword right you have a light sword (laughs) but also made of adamantium right Right. heated adamantium sword right and you have to hold it with two hands because you're a samurai because it's a samurai and the body heat it only (laughs) 
That's kind of like rock beat scissors. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like the fact that they were able to to put an arrow through the face of it. I mean, all that type of yeah. stuff. It's like well, they put this... the arrow through the through the window, the vision window, which didn't matter because his head is actually like an it's entire foot lower yeah. than the yeah. head. So yeah. I, but, you know, I mean, I will say, I will say that I mean, you know, the part where Harada is like grabbing the arrow and he's like trying to talk into it. You know, you know, before that, you think it's a robot, right? And then, I never thought it was a robot. Oh, see, I, okay. See, so, that's another big thing we have to go into when we figured out what the twist was. Okay, so so I was the naive um, movie watcher. I thought it was a robot because it moved sort of robot-y, and it was just sitting there, right? So he put that, and he's sitting there talking to it, and I'm like, you moron. You can't, you can't reason with a robot. So I – so. <laughs> am, I the only, am I the only one who was the that naive? No, no, I was with you on that time. Only be, uh, I'm, who, who, who was talking? Mike, Mike. Oh, sorry, Mike. hey, Mike, the guy I saw the movie. Mike, uh, the the thing I, I, you're right because he's sitting there for a majority, like when they introduce or they show this monster thing, and he's just sitting there. I mean, I don't he's know. Napping. How, he's an old man. He's napping. He's well, <laughs> he's napping through like lunch and maybe yes. maybe a bathroom break. He doesn't right, do anything. He just sits there. No. He doesn't have a cup of coffee. He doesn't even get in it. He's just sitting in there. He's just sleeping. And and then, well, yeah, because he's plugged yeah, in. It. No, but he's him in a cup the, of tea. It's like they activate him to chop off the chop off his uh, his claws, right? Which right, I, right. I don't even understand why they were doing that. So because so, he needed like, the he needed his they needed to he get needed into the marrow, marrow. In, his, in order to get his his right. healthy part. Where did you yes. figure that out? Yeah, that during that during the movie. Oh, because it's going to make sense. <laughs> and also, I'm just going to ask you: Did you guys did you did you guys like watch it in 4D? Were you getting like subtitles or some sort of Twitter stream? No, was, I have no idea what you're this, talking about. It was this horrible attempt to like had two bring logic to the last part of this film. What clued me in that something funny was going on with the Silver Samurai robot thing was Viper's little like monologue about. Oh, I mean, we specialize in biochemistry and metaphysics. I'm like, metaphysics? What? What does it oh. have to do with anything? And I was like, okay, so I thought, oh, he, they had like, I was being more elaborate and was like, oh, they transferred his consciousness. His body died, but they transferred his consciousness in oh, the. Yeah. And the yeah. adamantium thing or something like that. Cause I thought, oh, metaphysics, that's really like out there. No, it's just, you know, whatever. We're going to throw big words out there and then. The the drill bits drilling into the the marrow. I thought, oh, okay, they need to get. That's why they're taking the claws off so they can access the bone to get in there. And then I thought, okay, they drill in there. So how that they're exactly extracting his regenerative properties through that? I don't know. And apparently, it's like you've got to have a hundred percent of it for it to take effect, unless you're the originator, because Yoshida yeah. is, like starts getting younger, I thought, oh, wow, now he's going to be able to regenerate. No, because apparently once you break that connection, it all drains out of you and goes back into, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that didn't it, make sense. Okay, now why, yeah, why is, is space. there, is the bone inside of the claw? Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. This, yeah. they're cloaked. They're coated, which I thought was an interesting, they cut I mean, the I don't know as much about, well, I don't know as much about the, you know, I'm not a big comic book person, but I thought this is sort of like, a big shift for the character is sort of, yeah. you know, Iron Man three, Tony Stark, you know, gave up that so, whole you know thing in his chest. And I thought, okay, well, yeah. that's a big change for that so, character to take that weakness away. But now with Wolverine, they're taking one of his strengths away of those blades. Now they, I'm sure yeah. they may write in a way to bring those back, but I thought that's an interesting thing to, to have happen to that character. One is his sort of trademark characteristics is now gone. Only in the movies. 
So something to understand, right. something to know. Right. Wolverine's mutant power is the healing. The right. the claws do never do not exist in in the in the comics. The the, 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 the natural claws, claws. Wait, the, bone, oh, the, the bone claws. claws. Oh, okay. really? The oh, bone the claws don't don't there? exist in, in in the comics. They are the they're they're added. They're mechanical. They're mechanical oh. additions as part of oh. the Weapon X project. So oh. they're so, so the, these bone claws are just another way to demonstrate how much that X Men's origin Wolverine movie just really. It's, their, it's its own thing, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. because and, and they're going. The, go, ahead, go ahead, Mike. Finish your. No, story. no. Go ahead. No, no, no. You got it. Well, because no, okay, you, I'll go. There's, um, like little, <laughs> <laughs> there's little bits of it, like like just I spent the whole time sitting there going, "Now wait a minute." So how did the bone regenerate through like the residual adamantium that's, that's left over? And yeah. like because and, and another thing is like he's ripping apart this robot that's made of adamantium, right? With just his hands. I mean, well, he's because he's like, really yeah. strong. Not, and not that strong. It's, it, it's well, no, because no, all yeah, the parts, all the adamantium it, parts, were put together with like twist ties. <laughs> so he didn't. Oh. He just had to pull them. You know, and the twist he, ties weren't was, adamantium. And he was right, no. willing, willing them together. Okay, did it bother anybody else that when his power, his regenerative powers are sort of weakened, that every time he shot those blades out of his hands, I'm thinking, if he can't heal from a bullet wound, he's going to be like having, wearing gloves of blood because these claws are going to come out, they're going to retract, yes. and he's just going to bleed all over the place. That's, 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 one, of the reasons, that's yeah. one of the reasons that he can have them during the, the whole comic book part of it, is that no, nobody else could have it. Because nobody else has the has the healing power, right? So he's, exactly. he basically cuts his cuts his yeah. hand open every time he does it, right? Yeah, right. So, but but when but when they're natural, I guess yeah. they maybe they're no bleeding. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> just a bunch of extra fingers. Sure, like <laughs> <I> fingernails. <laughs> Ten five. That just goes to show the the overall problem with that element of the script. That that whole yeah. thing just really was flawed. He's a big yeah. tickle monster. I now. don't think. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they thought through the end, the boss battle, well. I, th I think they, they wrote a lot of of expository stuff in the middle of this, this getting yeah. us to that point. And then when they, it's almost like they felt like, okay, well, when we reveal the fact that it's the old guy, it's like we just need to pop it and get it done because mm -hmm. it's like that could that ba battle could have gone a lot longer, and and it could have been you know you know awesome and stuff and everything. And and I, I, uh, the Viper Lady takes an arrow to the chest, right? Yeah. But, wow, but yeah. just pulls it off. Apparently, yeah. her skin is really good. Uh, or, yeah. And then, like, where'd all the ninjas go? There's like 175,000 ninjas, you know, yeah. that were in the village. And then, eh, we're taking a break. We're on break now while our yeah. boss is getting his ass beat. You yeah. know, up, up in the, up in the tower. It's like. Yeah. yeah, always try to but, defeat a big boss during a shift change. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I knew I should have done that on Castle Wolfenstein. Can we? <laughs> can we? Do you mind if we go back and I, just because I'm so interested in this kind of stuff? When different people, or what was the signifier, knew that maybe old man Magoo, and I'm sorry, I'm terrible at names. I'm so yeah. I'm like the worst person on this podcast. Old man Magoo, when he dies, <laughs> that he might. Yeah. That he might not be dead or will certainly come back. Yes, but oh, first I just want to interject one quick thing. Because yes. on, on Mike's topic, I because I have not read this this series, but in 2001, uh, Wolverine Origin came out. Have you read this, Mike? The the 
The comics or the... Yeah, it's a yeah. comic. Wolverine yeah. Origin. There were six issues in 2001 yeah. mm-hmm. in which Wolverine does have the bone claws. And they right. they supposedly tell right. the story, again, not inside the original Wolverine canon, but they, they right. it, you feel like they've been trying to set the seed for the fact that they're, they're going to violate this character in film and they'd better have comics to back it up. Well, <laughs> so I, mean, I haven't read it. I'm going to get the collection and, and read it, but it's... Well, and what's even more confusing is that, you know, Marvel, like uh, for the Thor, Iron Man, um, uh, uh, Captain America, you know, the recent movies, right? Right. They have something called the Marvel Cinematic Universe setup, right? Right. Which, and you've seen, like, even with the Amazing Spider-Man, right? It's like, literally, they're they're completely forgetting about about even the three other Spider-Man movies. They're like, yeah, those weren't that great. Let's do something else. So the the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like okay, we're setting this up just for these characters, right? Right. So nothing else that that goes on in any other movies or the comics or even the Ultimate comics has to connect. I mean, it, it can. It makes it easier, but but literally they can do whatever they want. Yes, and which is you know fine. They yeah. they are making all the money. All the money. Yeah. You just need to like comic geeks need to just realize that going in saying. Okay, this this like I'm in a little virtual machine of well, of this well, movie, and I'll just ex- I'll well, enjoy it for you, what it is. You have to. I mean, you've got what like you know forty years of like you know comic book history and so many storylines. It's like, well, yeah. We, yeah, you know, you can. How do you condense that? Well, you, you're going to pick and choose some elements, and it's going to be yeah. sort of just a, a a mishmash or collage of of aspects of the different universes or this yeah. or that, and that's yeah. which just is have to which is that. good, and because yeah. the comics yeah. themselves were not always uh, you didn't always treat canon with great fidelity. Right. I mean, they've, they've butchered their correct. own stuff. Right. Uh, yes. But you know, and before we get back to, to Tom's question, the other uh, speaking of the cinematic universe, the uh, the others, you know. If you uh, hopefully stayed to the end of the uh, film and saw the oh, uh, the, yes. the uh, teaser for the uh, Marvels, the Avengers: Age of Ultron, uh, and Ant Man are coming. Um, and the next, what is the next? Uh, it's not Avengers. That was what is not. The, a, that was not no, Age of Ultron. No, 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 we're talking about, talking the, about X-Men Days X-Men of Future Days Past. Days of Future Days, Past. Yeah. yeah, Days of Future yes. Past. I do not title. envy. I do not envy the writers on that that have to patch up all this yes. X-Men last stand nonsense. And now, and actually there was an interview with James Mangold where he said they, when they shot that extra little piece that's in the, you know, in the middle of, of the credits there, he said, sure, sure. You know, he talked with Brian Singer and he said, he's like, Hey, sure. I have no problem shooting this because I don't have to explain any of this. Brian Singer is the one's gonna have to deal with explaining how we get to this point now. <laughs> right. Oh my God. It's good, yeah. It's going to be a mess. He's like, sure, yep, yep, bring him in, you know, wheelchair, blah, 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 and there we go. Not my problem. I'll I'll shoot it, not my problem. Right. Oh, it turns out the entire thing was a dream from an autistic kid looking at a snow globe. Good luck! (laughs) Is that a timely reference? I don't know. Yes. Yes. St. Elsewhere? People are still talking about St. Elsewhere on Twitter? Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, good. I like to keep my pulse on the finger. Let's get let's get back to your pulse. your question, Tom. What, what, say your question again because I totally derailed you like ten minutes ago. Oh, uh, my question was, am I the handsomest of all of us? <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Your voice is your voice is the handsomest. My question. Yeah, thank you. Your name is the most handsome. Thank you, and thank you, Logitech. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, my question was, um, I felt 
and I'm not trying to sound like a smarty pants. I think I just lucked out because I know I'm aware of certain tropes in films. Yeah. I felt that I way too early on knew that uh, old man McGeets was going to be was still alive and was going to be. Oh, clearly. Yeah, I mean, you and, see him with the advanced medical stuff, and then you've got a character that can see when people die saying, I didn't see this coming. I'm like, well, duh. Right. Okay, so there was that. Yeah. And then for me, the biggest one for me, even before she said that, was you had this really big scene with him, and then he fairly unceremoniously died oh, off yeah. camera. Just, and when yeah. someone dies yeah. off camera and is just not healed away Oswald style, it's yeah. like uh, there's something yeah. – that you you would always have that in the film unless you're trying yeah. to hide it. Exactly. Fair I enough. Have, you yeah, I, to... I I completely agree. That's that's when I I right from the beginning I knew that he was alive, and as soon as I saw the silver samurai suit, I knew he was sitting inside of it, just waiting. Yeah. Really funny about the idea of him waiting so long. <laughs> So funny. Apparently, I never missed, thought about apparently that. You guys brought playing it Atari games in there. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. <laughs> He's playing Pong. Well, what, he, what, what he they gets. didn't, yeah, and, and that's you know, yeah. it's, it's like great. He's been in there for how many days? You know, just yeah. you know, I, what's he eating? I don't know. You know, that's that whole. You know, you, well, can I ask you, can I ask you guys a question? And this is this is because I'm not as smarty pants. I I I, I often happen to watch movies naively. Right. Like I had no there was nothing that ke- te- keyed me off that that uh, old man Magoo was going to be in the in the thing at the end. Right. But I blame myself completely. But the uh, the, the thing that was interesting was um, the Mayuki or the Ma- Mariko Mariko the, the, uh, the granddaughter. granddaughter. Right. The granddaughter's reaction oh. during the um, the. You know the the funeral at the thing, and then all the, yeah. the yakuza are attacking, and they're grabbing her, and then she gets on the um she gets on the train after that, he saves her, and she's suspicious. just like she just pops in the headphones and like I'm gonna hang out. Well, those were the magic headphones that just appeared in her fans. But yeah, but right. see, Tom, like that's, that's something. Yeah, that was something that was real. That whole why well, I thought that whole beginning was really strong because there was enough mystery. So it's like, well, there's something sketchy going on. Yeah, I thought and so she when was she, in on it. Yes, exactly. She so in. she's like, she's like, mm-hmm. oh, Wolverine. She's, I don't need you. I'm, I'm fine. And right, he's right. like, well, Yakuza. It's like you're gonna no, get no, on a train. Even, she's like, oh yeah, no, no, no. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. I thought. Yeah. Okay, she's even, even the even the, even the dialogue wasn't right. The dialogue. Yeah, was, the first time she said it was like, she's like, he's like saying something, and she goes. <laughs> Oh. I'm good. I'm good. Go on. And you're like, but that's not what he said. It, she, right. she, it's almost like she steps on his line, but well, then like, they kept like, it in. It's like a, it's he a prepared goes, line. No, it's like prepared. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to say this, or like she's leading him, and then she's right. supposed to like she's supposed, supposed to lure him into something so they can like, capture him. And yeah, yeah right. that's what I like thought. Like he knew, like she yeah. knew he yes. was going to be weakened, right. and that they were going to, he wouldn't be able to make it. And he was, she was just going. Her role was just to get on the train and t- take off. No one expecting him to keep. Keep going, right? That right. felt like then, a major script rewrite right. moment. Like that—that yeah. that yes. was the direction the script was right. going. Yeah. They never reshot it. They said, uh, "You know, we can use it. it yes. Nobody will really catch on." And that's, and that's what yeah, it's. There's like. Lots of things in this film where right. did any, and maybe it was. Sec- that, I caught it the first time and it bothered me. And I second view and I thought, let me pay close attention when they're having their their little dinner and he jabs his chopsticks in the bowl and uh-huh. she's like, "Oh, don't do that. That's you know." They're back again. She, 
they're back again. And I thought, wait, let me pay attention really close on this second time to see if when they're talking, he like does something with them. No. And I'm like, how do you not catch that? I mean, because it's clear she reaches out. It's not like shirt unbuttoned, you know, tie slightly out of place. It's the chopsticks right there in the bowl that they talked about. Well, and well, then I, talk about it again. He, I have a guess for that. She puts them back down. Like, yeah, she yeah. takes them out, puts yeah. them down, says, don't do that. But, but he does, then it does again. it again. Like, she, he, the, the, off my, camera, he puts them back in because she well, has sorry, the line I, where she says, what is, what is it that she says? She, she says, he says something about, I don't really catch on or something. And she says, yeah, clearly. Because oh. she looks at the chopsticks that he left there again. And puts I didn't out. catch that. I didn't catch that. So. No, well, it's a but, complete editing problem because the yes, first it is. And I have, I have a theory about it. You guys want to okay. hear my awesome no. theory about it? Yes, yes. yes. good. Let me get. Wait, let me guess. That no one actually watched the movie. Oh snap! <laughs> Did you get in my theory diary? <laughs> no, it was just that the original time that they filmed that scene. Yeah. Um, that uh, and I think that there are reshoots involved. That because he ends and he says, "Well, I don't understand." And then she, in the original scene, goes, "Yeah," looks at his upright chopsticks, which I know from I used to work for a a, a Chinese director, and even in China, having upright in your bowl is like really bad. That's actually super true. And she just took it down and she says, "That's because you're not Japanese." End of scene. Yeah. When all these other, like Christopher McQuarrie and all these other people came in and were like, they have no chemistry. Something's wrong. We have to care about this woman. They regave her this speech to be able to tell exactly why chopsticks can't be up there because yeah. they represent incense, all the stuff. And then she gets yeah. to talk about her family and all yeah. the stuff. Right. And then it just didn't match up with yeah. that last scene that they filmed. So, so the, huh. the, the whole part, that whole part. I think you're on to something. That that whole part felt felt fake. Like the whole romantic connection felt fake. Like he's seeing Jean Grey every single night, and he's talking to her like she's there. Yet somehow he's able to push that away because of the rain and the right, shirtless yes. and, and the thing. It's the rain, right? right it's the he's rain, able yeah. to he's able to just ignore that and you know and get it on with the with the, the and and develop that, which I felt. Felt was it a just, rushed and b completely constructed, right? Because super rushed, oh, yeah. super because I'm yeah. still I'm still sitting here going, she's in on something. At, well, that right. point, Here's, at that point in the movie, I'm still thinking that somehow she's connected to the bigger plot, and, and then and then at the end of the movie, she's not. She's just a victim, victim, and she's the, right. because she's the the heir. But right. but at the big first half of the movie, she's a conspirator somehow. Some and one right. of the sides or the other. Either with her grandfather, or with her, or with her dad, or with her fiance, or somebody. She's or with Viper, she's, or, or whatever. She's well, the whole, the whole will it. makes. I mean, the whole will makes no sense then, because it's like, okay, grandfather bypasses the son to give it to the granddaughter as part of his plan to get lure Wolverine in. I mean, that was yeah. the thing that I I couldn't grasp of. It's, okay, so he needs to get Wolverine. Yeah. So I'm gonna grant every. I'm gonna will everything to my daughter, or my my yeah. granddaughter, I, because I like, that's. Yeah. I mean, I thought, okay, other than creating this weird subplot with her father and the fiance to kidnap her, I thought, well, that's really like tacked on and wedged in there. And that whole fiance character, I just thought I he's just this this plot device to get some information. Yeah, it's like they got you know, afraid. Well, it's, it's like they got afraid of where, where of where the movie was going when they were shooting it, and yeah. and they had and like Andy said, they had to rewrite it quickly because it 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 was really interesting. And, and so I've seen. 
Japanese movies before, you know, where they they often have you know layers and 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 of intrigue and and it's like you know everything means something which they said in the movie you know everything and means i was something, expecting right? that i and, wanted and the, that and, the, and up until that point it was that was yeah. the movie up until that point and then they're mm. like oh they gotta like each other so let's make this like a western romance with a big boss yeah. battle and that, that's uh, what happened yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel bad i feel bad that, that that's what they decided to do because because I was, I was sort of into the first half of the movie well, i part felt of the, like when they started getting it on, <clears throat> that that fade out so early wasn't because they were worried about PG thirteen, but that the film itself had become ashamed. <laughs> be like, yeah, this isn't working. We're just gonna go on. Uh, remember that bullet train sequence? That was dope. Okay, bye. Well, and the, maybe it's just me, and I, I. There were a lot of things that just caught my eye that with this that just distracted me. So we've got. As I count them, I think like four or five of these, you know, whether, you know, these, these dreams with Jean Grey, you've got the one at the very beginning and then there are a couple, but there were, there were two of them. One when they're in the, whatever, the love hotel or whatever, when he's out on the balcony in the rain and another one right, right near the end. And it seems like they shot those at different times because, um, her makeup looked really different because in some, the first one, oh. it's like, okay, you know, it's like they're there and then. And the one when he's on the balcony, she just looks like I don't know if they shot it in soft focus or something, but there was just a lot less detail to her. And I thought, okay, is this because he's about to pass out that his he's his not as clear? But if you look at this, it's there's somewhere it's you can see the details in her face, and there's others where it's like, wow, she it's almost like she was wearing a mask. I thought, why does her face look so odd it's like there was no texture to her skin at all and i thought i don't know if this was something you know going on with the way they just shot it or reshoots or something but there was just something odd about her face that i thought well in these flashbacks they're fine these others there's something funny going on and maybe it, it's just me but or i don't i'm not catching on to something but it it just stood out very visually to me that it seemed almost like two different people in that same theme of uh, like tinkering afterwards, kind of a thing. Ex- ex- exactly, yeah. Sure. Well, even that whole scene was like, okay, so she's doing this thing where she's trying to hide out, right? And then he like, he like, um, he he goes out in the rain because you know everything happens in the rain, and he and he faints, right? And up yeah. until he wakes up in the in the vet office or whatever, right? I'm still thinking that she's. Just waiting oh, for him to pass out yeah. because she yeah. knows he's going to pass gonna out. Turn, so he can call his yeah. call her people in. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and and you know it's like, and, and so it's the way that they have her act in the first part, and then when he when they're down south in the in the little summer cottage where they're where they're having a little vacation hotspot, her way of acting and and the way that they're shooting her completely changes. Like now, much more up close, you know, much more, much more. Um, well, focused on her, obviously, but but it it, it didn't jive with the with the character, and, and because it turned into the Karate Kid two at that yes. point is what <laughs> it reminded me of. Oh, I'm the American. I'm here, and it's I was waiting for her ex boyfriend to show up again, and they were gonna right. he was gonna have to fight with the little drum thing and all that right. stuff. Damn just, battle. Where uh, where do you guys stand on the fact that they set her up as this knife smith, uh, and we don't really see the knives at the end? Come on, that's how she kills her grandfather. Yeah. She picks oh, up Wolverine's claws, he, he, flings it. Yeah, that's a she, that's the that's the big fight that we were. That, that's the the championship, the village I, champion I, I, I moment. I feel like I could have made that. that, that, that 
Yeah. That's, that, well, yeah, that's the payoff. That's why they had to have that extra scene that they had to add in about her and the, you know, former. Him with the arrow, her with the knives. With the knives, yeah. So it was because she picks those claws, those severed claws up, and she's going to throw one into the back of her grandfather's head from 10 feet away. So what you're saying is, yes, Pete, that was dumb. Yes, Pete, right. that was. Uh, <laughs> I do like this part of, I mean, I'm bad sometimes at seeing things in this la- way, but you guys have really convinced me that probably much like most tent poles or anything, there was probably a really, two things. Number one, there was a really interesting idea, original yeah. idea for this movie. And number two, there are two original screenwriters Desperately trying not to kill themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I what I was really hoping for was in that in that final scene when you know he the grandfather falls off and Logan passes out in the or he falls to the ground and the two girls are there. I'm like, okay, now's when you know you've got you know Benjamin McGee and the knife smith and they're gonna have to fight each other for him because right. because I I I don't know which I I know which one I want him to be with but apparently the writers wanted him with this other one I'm like no let these two girls fight it out for him because that would be much more interesting than what I yeah. just watched red yeah. hair's got to win she was awesome. oh yeah she kind of looked like a little bit of like what southern people describe as aliens from alien abductions <laughs> something about her facial structure <laughs> had that same kind of thing but there. she was just so much more fun than the female romantic lead Totally. Oh, there's so many great moments with her. I mean, you know, the rental car thing and just, I mean, all that stuff early on. I was like, wow, this is, she's a very. Oh, I loved it when she rescued him in the hillbilly bar. Oh, yes. That was a great bit. Yeah. Yeah. That whole beginning was great. That whole open, I think, was pretty strong. Oh, when he goes to to avenge the bear. Yeah, Yeah, that uh, was great. That was was good. Although you you have to admit, he didn't really give the bear much time to argue. You know, he yeah. says, "Don't make me do this." Nick, <laughs> the bear. Don't make me do this. The bear is like the bear's like I'm feeling better. <laughs> you just got a bear ache. You'll be and he's stone like, dead in a moment. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be stone dead in a moment. No, no, I'm feeling fine. <laughs> fine. I just I gotta go for a walk. The look that the bear gave him when they first started walking together. Yeah. The bear. Might as well have been like, sup. <laughs> like, they just had this moment That's... of like, oh, back in the forest? Yeah, me too. Uh, what are you eating? Berries? What are you? I don't know. Probably killing some people. All right. Gonna, I'll check you that was yeah, the right. strangest take a leak? CG bear because it looked yes. like a bad animatronic. It yes. is. I was looking. I'm like, is that supposed to look that bad? I, I couldn't figure out why it looked the way it did. Well, um, uh, Canadian. Can't talk first. I'm sorry. I, no, I, I don't know why I'm trying to lead things. I was just wondering, I do, as far as prose, I was wondering if it's worth talking at least for a couple minutes about the uh, top of the bullet train sequence. Love that. Oh, love that. I, thought that was, I thought that was amazing. And as soon as it ended, I was like, oh, no, there's probably like an hour to go. <laughs> like, well, how and, are they going to top and this? It had that, had that like uh, – um, Asian martial arts film, kind of Jackie Chan, because there was a little bit of humor with oh, the, yeah. Yeah. With the you know, they're, they're the fighting, pace? and then he, you know, and yeah. he's looking at the the, oh, the enemy, just the whole, the, the whole visual, yeah. the whole you know, thing where he's looking cap- behind him, seeing yes. it, and he ducks, and then he other ducks, and they switch it around, and he fakes him out and gets yeah. whacked. That whole scene was great. 
Well, that, I love that. So That's why I said after the after that train scene, because what we have is we've got the funeral and the big action sequence, and then it slows down for a second as they get on the train, and then boom, we're right into another one. And what I loved about that was from the previews, I was expecting like Mission Impossible, long, ridiculous, drawn out train top sequence fight, but they kept it short, which was nice. And then I thought, okay, they'll get off the train, they'll get to the small town, and then boom, right into another big action sequence. Is the right. Who's a fight or something. And then it was like, oh no, we're going to just talk for the next hour. This. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. I thought just, we went from one movie to the movie we, I didn't want to see. It was like when uh, Anakin and Amidala went off to frolic on that planet when they were hiding. I don't know what movie you're talking about. It must be something that I don't acknowledge the existence of. He's talking about Mississippi Burning. Yes. It's a really it's actually a really good film. It doesn't hold up that great, but you know, racism. Was that funny joke? <laughs> Never mind. The okay. the pro I, I loved the bullet train sequence. The the only problem I really have with it is the fact that these guys are slicing the roof of this train. Over and no one notices. And nobody notices. Nobody stops the train. It just goes along its merry way. Yeah. All of a sudden, holes are blown in the side. It's going 300 miles down. Well, uh, and that guy, when he pushes that guy out the hole, he gets plum yeah. sucked out, right? Yeah, I, yeah. It's like oh, yeah. No one else gets sucked out of the plane. Oh. And she's sitting well, there with her earphones. Yeah. yeah. That was she, my, yeah. Well, that like, was again, as Pete said, magic earphones. Uh-huh. Well, not uh, only magic earphones, magic window in the top top of the train, because it's like they're, they're fighting over, I don't know how many car lengths of train that they're clawing stuff through. And then if he gets rid of the one guy, it's like, oh, there's a guy way back there. Look, he just so happens to be right in the spot where he can look down on her. And I'm like, I didn't see any other windows in any other lengths of the train. It, it's what I call the... Uh, the Rambo syndrome, if you remember in First Blood, he goes and hides in a tree so that he can drop down on the guy that stops, you know, out of the thousands of trees in the forest, the guy's going to stop to take a break under the one tree that John Rambo's in. It's like the guy's going to get sucked out of the train to the one spot where he can look at the, you know, person he needs to get. I was like, why, yeah. why does he sit under the only window in the roof of the train? Well, that's a good, that's a good a, point. So there's My, lots of windows. Well, there. Are. Well, there are. I, I that... <laughs> you guys, what I'm no, saying is totally balanced it out. Great points. Yeah, yeah I know. Just go around the circle and make great points. <laughs> <laughs> My nitpicky thing was uh, if I had to be nitpicky, because again, um, too many. Because again, uh, the that whole sequence was amazing for me. It did make that one guy his main battle person or the two battle people in the Yakuza also superhuman. He has claws for hands and he's yeah. like, I'll stop here. They have a knife, but they're like, Nope, bullet trade. I'm coming to a stop. <laughs> like that's, they seemed pretty awesome, but I still well, love Yakuza. that sequence. The, they are the Yakuza, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I Yakuza. didn't like the Yakuza. That was not, I, that was, it was like the, the, the Western movie fail, you know, where they just have a bunch of swarthy cowboys with beards that are just kind of dirty. Yeah. That's what you get out of the Yakuza in this movie. They all have weird guy. tattoos and, yeah. uh, and they're just all angry. They're just like every, well, not even them. Every Japanese person in this movie is really angry all the time. Well, well I mean, uh, the Yakuza were sent to, to make a hit, I mean, the, the, the sort of their, yeah. their, their, they weren't a character role. They were a the the yakuza the was the character yeah. role. I mean, the yakuza yeah. was kind of it's a, this is the you know 
the universal zombie in World War Z, right? Well, I mean, it was, it yeah. was they're, they're just were there, but but it wasn't. They weren't being themselves. They were sent there to 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 cause ruckus. Yes. No. Yeah, that's... I mean, yeah. But you're right. I mean, I, I thought the same thing at one point. It was like they're just angry, tattooed youths. I mean, why are they? And <laughs> and and the guy with the with the bow and arrow. Okay, so this. Okay, I'm ten, I'm going off on a tangent. I know, but apologize. But but like the 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 funeral scene, the guy's like praying. I'm going to protect your granddaughter. Right? Okay. A didn't bring enough arrows. B, he's like, he's like, he's like shooting like once in a while, like, like, like he's got okay, so he's got eight arrows, right? He, there's there's a hundred yakuza. He brings eight arrows, and he only uses like three of them while tiptoeing across right. the skyline, but, but and yes. somehow he, keeping a, up with them. He's at an amazing. Full he's an amazing shot, but apparently he he has a he has a fire rate of like one per minute. Yeah, like he couldn't be a little more help. I mean, but but remember, he 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 was praying that that he was going to protect her, and like, and he's letting this dude run off with her. Yeah, I mean, he was it was not good. It was yeah. It was, with friends like lot, these, but a lot yeah. of <laughs> yakuza's <laughs> like these—that old yeah. favorite thing. But I did like a lot of the filming of that scene uh, where those really super long shot not long oh, shots no, no. meaning duration yeah, yeah but like yeah. him someone falling down and then that huge zoom in or zoom out yeah. so those were very right. effective like very cool organic let's make this feel as real as possible yeah. and not fast action cutting it, it should have been like it should have been a lot better i mean there was like even the spot where he was he hit one guy with an arrow and wolverine and, and mayuko just ran they ran and you see him like far off in the distance it, it it almost looked like a like a like an anime shot where he was yeah. the way he was sitting there, and and you're like okay that's awesome why didn't he bring more arrows it's right I, I just didn't yeah. I wanted more of it I wanted him like taking off half the guys but well and I was gonna say the, I love the way that scene was shot and you know you talk to the composition of some of those things but it was what bothered me so much was getting into that was that super shaky cam when they start running. When they I first went, so they, they just, it's like, I've got all this shaky cam all over. And then it's like, oh, now we're going to go to the guy on the rooftops and we're going to go back to some nice, smooth tracking shots. And then they're running. We never see that shaky cam again. And I thought, why? It just stands out so much. It was so distracting. Yes. That it just, I thought, I agree there's, again, it's, again, there's just so much unevenness to this film yeah. across the I board. And that's. I, I think a lot of action directors want to be Paul Greengrass, but they don't have yeah. the balls to be Paul Greengrass. And I'm not saying that he's the best. Like I, his filmmaking actually upsets his uh, shooting style upsets me a lot, but it did change things. Yes, a lot. Yes. Um, I was wondering. I didn't mean to change the subject, but I was wondering if maybe someone wanted to talk a smidge about Gene for a second. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that well, weird? Well I just played, no. Tommy. No, I'm kind of like that red-haired girl. I can just sort of sense right. things. That's, that's, that's <laughs> but not people's death, only people's instant that's, messages. That's called a coarse segue, my friend. <laughs> what a ter- what a terrible superpower. Uh, my superpower is A, I can call an elevator 30% faster, and B, I can read people's instant messages out loud. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to pull back the curtain, America. I'm going to stop so, talking. Let's do this. So, there was, so the, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, segue apart, I, I did want to talk about the, the little bit of um, – um, I, I don't know if it was meant to be flat. I don't know what the, her role was meant to do. Uh, I, I think it was – I think they intended it to be the 
the driver, the 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 sorrow, like what would yeah. I, originally, I thought it would be the what drove him to consider, you know, taking the guy's offer, um, but I don't think they beefed it up enough because um, there was the guilt. I mean, she she was that, and what was odd is that it's not uh, if it's all in his head, you know, it's obviously guilt. They're she's playing it pretty flipping dark about it, right? Like basically saying, why don't you just uh, like come on and hang out with me? Right. Now the, the but the last one. Um, I thought it was interesting when she gets up and walks away. Um, I felt that might be a uh, um, a foreshadowing to the character coming back. Well, you know, like I, what I found interesting is the 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 what's her name, the granddaughter Mayuki. You know, she like keeps grilling him on who's Jean, who's Jean, and I thought there's going to be something. Yeah. They were really going to develop that into something, and then she's basically like, "Oh, she was like one of you," and "Oh, she did she die or something?" I thought there's so much more they could have done with that right. to key into those. You know, as you said, to give those scenes some weight of like, if she's asking him about it, he's got to be contemplating this. What does this mean to him? Why is he having these? These, you know, dreams or, you know, and then I even wondered, are they dreams or because of what her abilities are? Is it something else that's going on? What, yeah, so the what are they doing? Time, the, the first yeah. time he was doing that and then he wakes up and he sees Viper on top, you know, on yeah. top of him. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought that they were pl- playing that, that she was, you know, they kind of gave the impression that might that might be. Another mutant, like a like a telepath exactly. mutant, exactly. Right? Yeah, screwing with his head, right? But then they didn't. I mean, that was a else. hot mess. It was a yes. hot mess. It was a terrible uh, because the way that because the yeah. way the character was, the character was like, "You need to die. Yeah. You, know, you need to come join me." Like, like it's like, right. why would they say that? Well, it, and Viper in general was a completely wasted experience of a of a evil doer. Yeah, she so could have been that a lot. How- is that how she implanted that that thing? And because this was the I thing I, I was trying to figure to it out. She she because she kissed him, and then it's like, oh, he's supposed to think that's like a dream again. But as I watched that, it's like he like you know she's on him, and then he's like, what's going on? And you know, and then he like gets up, and the claws are out, and like she's gone. And it's not like he woke up again, like he was dreaming. It's like then he gets out of bed, and clearly he was awake for what just happened. He might have thought it was a dream, and I thought he needed to really. Yeah. But then there was he went no back like, to sleep. Confused. Yeah. Well, no. Then he it's goes like, out and sees. You know, it's raining, and so then he's gonna have a moment. Oh, yeah, in the, the rain. rain. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <And that was, laughs> uh, everything ends in the rain. It rains a lot in Japan, apparently. <laughs> and that was a weird little moment with him when he gets implanted with the little matrix yeah. device, because no. they yes. kind of foreshadow that there are two of them in the jars. Right, but but then and then when he comes in later, he sees that both of the jars are empty. But when he's pulling it out of his heart, there's only one. And yeah. it, it was one of those things that it really wasn't a huge problem. But it's, why did they even have to set up two? Oh, huh. Right. Was it was it in was the other one in Yoshida? Was that meant to imply that he's still alive? He's supposed to yeah, figure I, that out. I don't, I don't know. know. He was... already had two on his lungs. Right. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Right. So that's the thing I didn't get was so. They can be used to keep someone alive or to cripple them at the same time. And then I thought, well, if you really need to cripple Wolverine to dig into his bone marrow, just have the thing like stop his heart or, you know, stop him breathing and pass out when you need him to and then just take him. You know, if you've got something on his heart, just like give him a heart attack. He'll still be already. He'd already built that huge robot that needs to take out of his hands. So, like, what a waste. Yeah, that's (laughs) good. 
We, we bankrupt I, the company so we could do the screws in the in the hands thing. Yeah, I don't I don't want to waste that money. Right. Yeah. Well, it just it right. just seemed it seemed so so Andy. Okay, and I mean, and I, I it's like the representative for the industry. I mean, you said it seemed like a script rewrite. Is it? So it's a big budget movie. Lots of hype. Would they do that? Would they sit there and like halfway through going, oh, we're going to completely like off track the way we were doing this. And and at the end go, yeah, that looks good. You know, well, what? Darren, sure, Darren Aronofsky was attached to this thing first. And I don't know how far it went into development with him as director before James Mangold came on. Darren Aronofsky was attached to this as far as I recall. Yeah, I don't know what the what the yeah. issue was with that but you know hollywood is a strange thing i mean they spend money on things and then they spend money trying to figure out if it's working or not and then they have to do these evaluations to determine is it what's going to cost us more to fix it or to let it be and lose some and they play all these money games you know that's what all these test screenings are for and they you know there's probably random things that you know they decided well it's an issue but we don't have the money to go fix that we don't you'll have to pick your fight so i mean i really don't know the story behind it but there could be all sorts of those sorts of problems that happened in this and aronofsky has had that trouble before yeah Uh, like with like with the fountain Right. Yes. I don't know if it, if it would have any comparison to this kind of a thing, but he had it all ramped up oh, to go with uh, with yeah. Brad Pitt with a right. huge budget, and then it all got taken away. Right. Okay. I w- I would like to take a moment to talk about uh, the fact that I did see this in Dolby Atmos oh. when I saw it the first time. What's that? Uh, because uh, it, that's that's Dolby's new mega sound surround sound with like 60 something speakers and hundreds of channels of sound and you know uh the little i don't recall seeing this when i saw man of steel but you know usually there's some type of like little bumper at the front that sort of introduces the sound you know like surround sound you know and for the atmos it does highlight a lot of the features like it'll say 360 degrees of sound and they will have sounds that travel around sort of the auditorium and then it talks about you know speakers in the ceiling and it plays rain and actually in this film there was some very nice use of the Dolby Atmos mix so in that opening shot as at Nagasaki as the planes come in and off to the 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 air raid siren starts it's it's off screen and it's it sounds off to the front right of the stadium as the camera pans that sound actually moves into the middle of the stadium as that shot tr- pans across oh, so neat. as that camera's moving the sound was moving across the you know into the center and i thought wow that that was very noticeable and added just a sense of, of depth to it when i saw it the second time i just saw it in regular surround sound and it things were you could I could tell the difference between Atmos having a very, for lack of a better term, detailed sound, you know, mix, cool. as opposed to surround sound, which just felt like broad strokes of their sounds over here and their sounds over here. I could really tell even when they're driving into the city for the first time in the beginning, there were different sounds on different sides of the street uh, the, the, because of all the rain. There was a lot of you could it really sounded like the storm was all around you, not just coming out of the front or to the left. It was immersive rain all throughout the ceiling coming down. So there there was one that I could see how this can be used, whereas in Man of Steel, 
it was just so loud I couldn't really distinguish. But here there was that distinction of some quieter moments and sound being specifically placed in different parts of the the auditorium. So if you do have a, an Atmos theater near you, check out the f- upcoming films, you know, see what's coming. Uh, not every film has this mix. There's some things that are coming out, and uh, it, it's worth it. You don't pay anything extra for it that I'm aware of, uh, and it, but it, it did really sort of enhance some of the, the, the sounds. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds better than 3D. That sounds fantastic. Yes. Which, and I, I would add, I don't know, I saw and saw this in 3D. It is a fake 3D, and uh, it is completely useless. That's what I heard. <laughs> I mean, it's like so useless. Like you, you, like it's one of those things. You take the glasses off, and it's all fuzzy. But you put the glasses on, and it looks like a really crisp, though slightly dull 2D. Like they just, it was a terrible conversion. Have you guys been, I'm sorry, can I ask a slightly on topic conversation? Have you guys been a part of one of those called or like jump seats or box seats or whatever? Yeah, uh, D box. D box. D box. Have you done those? Is that a I, thing? I've is done those before, yeah. What is, is, it, what is that? I have you never pay, even heard of this. They move you pay you around. Extra. It's like, like riding on Star Tours in a movie theater. Oh, it's good 40. lord. No, oh, it's what? fun. It's pretty it's fun. It's awesome. Because I saw, I saw it during The Help, and it wasn't very impressive. <laughs> it was very unimpressive. I was very... <laughs> Wait, was it, so what did you see, and was it cool at all? Well, it... Uh, gosh. Look, Pacific I Rim I, is in D-Box. Oh. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple films, and I can't remember what they are. Obviously, it wasn't that impressive, but it's fun. It's it, You move around, you shake a lot. Oh, The Expendables was something I saw in Deep Oh, Wars. my you know, God. It just it's vibrates. All, it's all based in, like, explosions? Yeah, like, yeah, okay. explosions. And, and it'll it'll tip, you know, when in car chases and stuff. They'll move around and stuff. It's, it's oh, that of, sounds fun. I want to do that. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> okay, did you know you could get D-Box at your house? Like there is a D box at home product. Is that, oh, is that wow. with a with a do you a mean D like a delivery? chair? It's it's you get a seating there's a seating partner which comes with a D box motion controller, a oh, like God. moving seat, a player and a compatible movie. Uh, there is also like they have gaming rigs, these incredibly compa- complex uh, Rube Goldberg machine <laughs> type gaming things. Uh, you can also apparently get like a seat, like a uh, couch, a whole couch on a rail wow. that moves you in and out. <laughs> this is the most awful thing I've ever seen. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just in charge of spilling your drinks. That's okay, exactly fine. right. It, there, it, wow. no, there are no cup holders on the couch that is displayed yeah. here. Yeah. All right. So. Well, this was a uh, that was a great distraction. <laughs> Sorry, D box. I'm all over that. I gotta say, I was horribly distracted by Viper's awful dubbing into normal yeah. English. I guess what was, what I, I could not she, watch her. Not Seriously, yeah, they totally she, Mad Maxed her. She, her name is yeah. Svetlana uh, Kochenkova. She is that doesn't uh, sound English. Russian. <laughs> She's so Russian. So why why cast her? And because I mean, I I have a pretty good ear. I think. And there, there were parts of, I have to say, with some of the, the characters in Japan, with some of their, there were parts where I'm like, what what word did they say? What was that? And that, you know, I was like, okay, you're going to challenge me on this, and there's a bit of an accent there, and we'll we'll go with it. But then the then you've got this other character, and you're just going to completely dub that person over. I mean, was the, I, I, is the accent that bad? Because, again, I don't know enough about this character, but if she'd had some type of Eastern European accent, 
it wouldn't have been a distraction. Is that going to ruin the character Viper? Yeah. Like, what, what yeah. was the reason? Yeah. Maybe that probably would have made power. her more enjoyable. Maybe yeah. that was her mutant, mutant power. <laughs> Speaking with a dubbed voice. Can, can voice. Be, cannot be, cannot be <laughs> understood without dubbing. She's got a 0.2 second delay between when, you know, her lips move and the sound comes out. <laughs> Oh, that's that's a awesome. special power. That's that's, that's it. Horrible. And she can detect misspellings on menus. <laughs> yes. Um. I. I just uh, before I. I we we've, we've got to start uh, wrapping this up. I want to flick chart it, but I just want to just uh, point out some of the effects. We talked about the bullet train. I. Uh, I did particularly love the uh, porcupining of Wolverine in the Japanese no. village. No, I loved that no, so no, much. He cuts one. He cuts, cuts, one, turns around, he, cuts, he cuts the first one, and then it's like, oh, I got hit with another one. Yeah. I'll just keep running down the middle of the street. I yeah, thought, like, uh, no, like you're never, right. No, I'm not saying it wasn't. Yeah. go into a building? No, or I'm like, not like saying. No, left. he's a Wolverine. He doesn't need to go yeah, into buildings or for no. He's a 200-year-old warrior. I'm saying the visuals of that sequence in particular, as the camera pulls back and you see all of these ninjas on the rooftops with their other thought that was a yeah. uh, a really beautiful shot and i and there is oh, yeah. it is very difficult to architect a shot like that without without giving away some uh, suspension of disbelief, uh, well, and I, you know, we, as we put it apart, it, the, most of the film I think was was ultimately obviously forget, forgettable. A lot of it was uh, dumb. Uh, the <laughs> at, atmos was cool, and uh, see it for the so. bullet train. I, yeah. and, I, but I completely... and I I would say also see it for uh, for Yukio the um, oh yeah I love Fukushima first... but like yeah. Chad this says first, take this is her first film oh wow. she's, no she's great and and like Chad says take like a Monopoly because you yeah. know there's an hour in the middle where you could you know get a couple yeah, of hotels you could leave. yeah after the bullet train just take a break come back for the now for what what do you need yeah, to come don't back come back. For? Don't come back. Yeah, I really don't yeah. come back. Uh, let's let's know. flick chart. Let's flick chart I, this thing. Right. Oh, nope. yeah, I, I, wanted, I uh, wanted to compliment what Peter said that oh, I love well, that not so much. Uh, and I thought that that was so smart also because what I like, what little I like of well, – again, I'm not a superhero guy, but I like superheroes to be as human as possible. That's why I like people like Batman. And why I have very little interest in other superheroes. Yeah. He is, Wolverine seems to be just sort of a blunt object that right. runs on rage and just happens to have knives for fingers. Right. And so he would be the kind of guy that he can cut one or two, but then when he has three or four, now they're holding his arms. And yes, yeah. he would just be like, I'm so running on rage, I'm just going to keep marching towards And dragging castle. 20 ninjas that are trying and to pull back on those ropes? I kind of <laughs> like the idea of that being his, because he can't, he doesn't have bat claws. He doesn't have like yeah, bat boomerang. He can't get away. His whole amazing plan was to go into Ninja Alley and just yeah. walk up. Yeah. And when that fails him, he's like, well, still walking. <laughs> okay. And so I'm still filled with rage. So I kind, to be honest, I kind of like that. Yeah. I did. I did. I, I, I think this is the summer of the. If you're a superhero in a film and you're fighting, at some point you've got to slide across the street and then, you know, stick your hands down to stop yourself because Superman <laughs> did that, what, about 30 times? And oh, never, that was a signature move. 
and then and I saw it in Wolverine, and I'm like, is, is there like one stunt guy that's like, you know, doing all these fight things, and he just like learned this thing, and is like, I'm gonna put it in all these movies yeah, this summer. Not, I'm like, Ninja kicks him side, and then claw to stop. I'm like, oh, it's the move of 2013. I think no. I think I think that we, I think actually we saw Viola Davis do that in The Help, right? That was that the first time I saw it. Much better. I don't know. My D box was going so nuts that it's hard to concentrate on the film. All right, flick chart, flick chart. Flick Somebody chart. help us. You can find us at flickchart.com/slash/the-next-real. And uh, this does. What does this do? Does this take us? This is number one hundred. What? Oh, we've, what a, we've hit what the golden a, ticket. Wait, what does this mean? That, that this is over? No, it, this uh, it's over. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're done with the show. Does this mean I have to sell my apartment? This is getting really. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Uh, this is how we're going to mark this with this one, really? It is. Okay. It's very sad. Um, well, it's number 100 on Flickchart. It's not our 100th episode of the show. Right. Okay. It's 100 on Flickchart, and we yeah. know where to Well, that means, yes. And so we okay, here we go. Refine enough. It. Oh, enough. The Wolverine or Inside Man? Inside, inside Man. Here, inside here. Man. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the Wolverine. Really? <laughs> Did the devil just say that? No. <laughs> oh, good God. He's just trying to mess us up now. Oh, okay. It doesn't uh, matter. He was outvoted. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it's cumulative. I forgot. Okay. That's right. That's right. Boy, it's taking its time to think. Saving your choice. It's actually pretty much Andy. Like, it really... It doesn't really matter what we say. He's going to put. He's going to just. He's going to push whatever button he wants. Yeah, right. Well, they were clearly wrong on that one. So (laughs) (laughs) let let me pick the right choice for them. Uh, Yes, this thing is. Flick charts having a a very slow night tonight. Well, you know, there's a lot of flick chart activity. That's right. It's because somebody's on there ranking like Roddy Roddy Piper movies. I, I I came to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> Damn, that's the dog. Uh, John Carpenter, where are you? What was that? They we lost. We lost that's him a long time. Ago. Okay. I haven't seen that movie. I know about that movie. Oh, it's got what? It's got a. Is it like oh. fun to see, or is it oh, like fun? There's a brutal, oh. brutally choreographed fight scene in the alley between Roddy Piper and. Uh, Oh, I can't remember the guy he fights, but it—I mean, it's like, you know, fist, you know, street fighting fists, you know, to, on skin, and yeah, it's, you've got that sequence, and then the, you know, some really cheesy, you know, John doesn't Carpenter the fight? Stuff. The fight goes on for a very long time. Oh, it's, 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 it's yeah, it's yet. really long. Yeah, it's it is. Okay. It's hilarious. All right, here we go. The Wolverine or the Parallax View? Parallax, parallax view. view. I'd go Parallax, parallax View. view. <laughs> I guess that was like. Agreement. Sorry, I went away. Wolverine. I had to close my door. Um, uh, Parallax view, just for the okay. film sequence thing. <laughs> for the completest. What? Wolverine yes. or Oz the Great and Powerful? Oh crap! I know. Oz. We're already we're already Oz. getting down there. Oh Wolverine. Oz, 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 Oz. I'm going Wolverine. I am going Wolverine too. I think. I am I, seriously. Oh, Wolverine. I had so much fun with Oz. I had no fun with Oz. Oh well, whatever. Dead I'd rather watch the bullet train sequence <laughs> than anything in Oz. Right? That's exactly what I'm making on. Um, and I want right. to be a ninja in the worst <laughs> way. That one scene, I know we're done talking about the film, but when all the ninjas were all like, neck snap, walk on things, we're wearing slippers, <laughs> so cool. 
That is so true. Oh man, you're absolutely right. They got to take two steps and then flip. It's like they can't take three consecutive steps. It's like step, step. I've got to twirl in the air. And you notice ninjas never flip straight forward. They always flip sideways. The parallel flip, epic parallel flipping in this movie with bird sound. Yeah. Yes. Is this this the Wolverine? (laughs) Are we already at the bottom now? I, where are we? Did what? we go with Wolverine on that? Oh, one yeah, yeah, I think yes. we did. Because uh, of the, yeah. Steve is the only Oz. Yes, I am. Okay, the Ta-da's. Wolverine or We're No Angels. What? We're No Angels, the 1955 Humphrey Bogart. I'm going to say the Wolverine. I have not no seen Angels? that one. I have to abstain from voting on this one. Hmm. That sounds do. like a terrible like Joe Pesci comedy. <laughs> with the Sean Penn one in the late Maybe. 80s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this that's was, the one they did for the Christmas thing. Yeah. It, 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 is, it, is, it was our Christmas show the first year we, we did it. Yeah. I, I, oh, man. I really do I, like I guess I have to abstain. I'm sorry. It's a great film. Um, Yo does it just by herself. Then why are you... Then what's the question? Wolverine or We're No Angels. Right. Yeah. Where do you stand, it, Andy? Come on, defend it. I, I'm We're No Angels, I already said. I think I am, too. Totally. I would rather watch that movie. The Wolverine or Bullet. Totally Bullet for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah bullet. totally Bullet, yeah. I've never oh. seen Bullet. I'm oh, the what? That's I'm the safe, worst. I just <laughs> moved to this country last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm just catching and up you're on dubbed series. right now. The yeah. Wolverine or Bull Durham? Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Wolverine. Bull Durham. Wolverine. What? <laughs> Who said right. Wolverine? I did. <laughs> That'd be Pete. Over uh, Bolter. Pete? Yeah, really? Like, yeah, I did too. Pete for two. Are, are you guys being. And I'm just. I don't mean to make it sound. Well, no, I mean to make it sound personal. You would say Wolverine <laughs> over Bull Durham? Oh, God. So here's the problem. Here's Durham. the problem with Flick Chart. Here's the Nobody problem likes Bull Durham? I thought that was. Oh, like I love Bull Durham. No, I'm yeah. the one, and it's because of Kevin 2x4 Costner. You know what? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have to create a section on the webpage called the Lumber Shed where we're gonna put some the movies. The Lumber Shed. That's uh, right. exactly right. <laughs> and so you can, you can put Bull Durham in there, and you can put Midnight Run look, in there. I and fully then... yes, the De Niro series. That's right. The, I fully respect that all of you, uh, all of you gentlemen. Andy, push the correct button, please. Appreciate. I already Bull did. Durham. I already did. We already got. <laughs> I I know that my vote won't count. Therefore, I'm going to stick with it. Go ahead. The Wolverine or Key Largo. Oh, Key Largo. Yeah. The Wolverine. I'm uh, Key Largo, is that also Humphrey Bogart? It is. Yes, it was, yeah. And Lauren Bacall, Ed yes. G. Robinson. Uh, yeah, Key, yeah. Key, Key, Largo. Key Largo. Yeah. We All have right, to... so four That's for Key Largo. Mm. Sorry. Uh, 88. A... There you go. 88 <laughs> out of 100. Wow. Okay. Honestly, uh, oh. it's higher than I expected. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's because some of you chose it over Oz. That's why. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> never would have wait. come to those rather horrible, awkward discussions had some of us <laughs> agreed with Oz. We mean that Wolverine is better than 88 other movies? No, no, no. no. It's better than 12 other movies. Right. Oh, oh. Number 88. Out of, out of yeah. 100, there are only... Oh, it's, it is 88. Got yes. it. Yes. Sorry. That makes me feel a lot better. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was about to throw my entire computer in a bucket of iced tea, <laughs> which I always yes, have yes, on Pete site. Pete and I only talk about trash. <laughs> there are, at the bottom, there really are some pretty trashy about. movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, hey, uh, g- good chat, gents. I like the uh, the strong opinions 
of this group. I appreciate it, even on a crappy movie, that we can come together and, I think we need uh, to, and talk deeply about it. You're, you're good people. I think we need to adjust our movie selection process. Well, we're going to see about that we're, uh, coming up uh, for the remainder of the summer next month. Uh, I, I don't even want to say what the options are. Are we still oh, on the air? Or are we oh, just yeah, talking? we're still on the air. So it, oh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to close out here, trying to do it like a gentleman. And everybody I apologize. I was wondering when I could start swearing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> For mere, no reason. A mere, mere seconds away. Seconds fair away. enough. Uh, oh, I'm so excited. Make sure to find us at, if you want to review the fantastic list of films, head over to flickchart.com slash the next reel. Otherwise, facebook.com slash the next reel or... Uh, thenextreel.com for the and, and check out the blog. Steve wrote a uh, I'm going to say it. It's a controversial. I knew you'd feel that way. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even get into it that way because you're here. I want to make sure we do it on an episode where you're not around <laughs> to defend yourself. <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, for doing the uh, roundtable, and uh, we'll uh, see you next time. It was Good night, everybody. America, thank you. Here on the Film Board, we have covered quite a variety of great page-to-screen adaptations over the years, from superheroes like Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight Rises, based on stories like Nightfall and The Dark Knight Returns, to horror and sci-fi like Max Brooks's World War Z and Hiroshi Sakazuraka's All You Need Is Kill, which became one of our favorites, Edge of Tomorrow, with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. And who could forget Andy Weir's stranded astronaut adventure, The Martian, or Dave Eggers' tech thriller, The Circle? Supposedly so much better than the movie. We've also explored Stephen King epics like The Dark Tower and It, biopics like Damien Chazelle's First Man, and sweeping sagas like Denis Villeneuve's take on Frank Herbert's Dune. And don't forget Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, based on David Grant's nonfiction book about the 1920s murders of the Osage Nation. I just finished the book, and it's fantastic. It's always fascinating to look at the source material, and we often do as the book lovers we are. For those of you out there who love to do the same, head to thenextreel.com slash originals to find all of our past episodes and dive deeper into these adapted stories. And it's not just stories. We've included things like the video games Uncharted and Detective Pikachu. That's right. Thenextreel.com slash originals is your one-stop shop for in-depth looks at the sources for cinematic adaptations that we have discussed. Every purchase you make supports the film board and the Next Reel's family of shows. So what are you waiting for? Head to thenextreel.com slash originals and get your next read today. Mm-hmm.